Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. And welcome to another episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. I'm your host, Dr. Barry Pierre, your favorite board-certified internist, founder of drbarrypierre.com, host of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, as well as the CEO of Pierre Medical Consulting, helping you empower yourself for better health with the number one podcast for patient advocacy. This week, we bring you episode 112, and it, the focus is on men and their wellness exams. And of course, if you listen to this on the uh, month of June, it is Men's Health Month. And um, if you happen to catch uh, my recent live series on uh, Empires Over Better Health, where I, I essentially kind of lay out the fact that men are dying out here because they're not aware of their health. And, you know, I, I hope to put a charge in someone's battery or, you know, someone's uh, relative, spouse, somebody to like really push the male uh, friends and family members that we have uh, to go get their routine checkups, right? And uh, again, if you uh, want to check out drpierrepierre.com slash YouTube, where you can uh, check out that most recent episode where I go through the 10 top 10 causes for death uh, in men. And I, I really kind of lay out the law that says that like, hey, we're, we really don't have any excuses to deal with the issues that we're dealing with though. So check that out if you have the chance. So uh, again, uh, today we're going to be talking about the wellness exam, the annual physical exam, most people call it. And a lot of times it's probably the only way you can actually get your, uh, your, your significant other, your brother, your father, your cousin. It's usually the only time you can get them to come into uh, the doctor's office, right? Because again, a lot of times I don't see them very often, but if I can if I'm going to see them one time, it's usually for their wellness exam. So um, I want you to just take, take a little sit back uh, you know, and take, take some tips on what to expect uh, for the physical exam and, you know, understand why we might like crunch a lot of things in there. Because sometimes, especially with our, our male patients, we understand that the likelihood that they're going to come back is sometimes kind of low. So we want to take advantage of it when we got a chance. And um, before I want before I want to go, I, I do want to give a, a special shout out. Uh, to Dr. Coriolis, who is a uh, friend in the uh, social media space. She actually uh, runs the hashtag SoMeDocs. And the uh, reason why I love her is the fact that um, she is champion physicians to want to get on social media and uh, really take advantage of all of the stuff that it, it offers. You guys know uh, for a long time, I've really been kind of, you know, a champion that bell that says like, no, we have to get on social media our patients are on social media, and if they, if you want to be respected, if you want to be, you know, uh, accredited in your patient's eye, right? Like, again, yeah, not talking about accredited in the physician's eye, where you know you have a couple journal articles and you do some poster presentations, and you may speak at a medical conference or two. Because for, for the most part, most of your patients don't care about that, right? One, because they they don't go to those conferences, they don't read those magazines, so they don't even know. But what they do know is that they check their Twitter, they check their Instagram, they check their Facebook, they check their YouTube, and you're not there. So she's uh, a, a big part of the just promotion and, you know, making it okay for your physicians to want to get on social media. And uh, another thing I love about her is that um, with her hashtag, SoMeDocs, 
Um, if you uh, have a blog post, a video post, whatever, um, and, and you feed tag her, she will actually retweet it and kind of share it out. So again, thank you, Dr. Coriel, for that. Um, definitely much appreciated. Definitely wanted to make sure I give her a, a nice little shout out because uh, she's definitely helped the uh, show grow uh, for the Lunch Lab community. So definitely appreciative of all her effort. So uh, getting back, we're, we're talking about episode 112. Uh, we're going to talk about men. We're talking about the annual wellness exam. And I uh, sit back, get ready for another great episode. I'll see you guys later. This episode is brought to you by the Lunch and Learn Community Store, where we are living out the motto, empower yourself for better health. In the Lunch and Learn Community Store, you can get your favorite t-shirts, ebooks, as well as other related products by Dr. Barry. Head over to shop.drpiersblog.com and get a chance to get 10% off your first purchase by using the coupon code empower10. Again, shop.drpiersblog.com. Live out the motto, empower yourself for better health. All right, guys. So this is episode 112. This is going to be a solo episode. And uh, it's funny because obviously if you've uh, been rocking with the show for uh, quite some time, you know that we started out as a solo episode. This is something that we we do and I think we do well. And when we made the change over this past season, season three, we really wanted to make a concerted effort to get the best of the best when it comes to uh, topics of uh, discussion, especially for the Lunch and Learn community. And I was uh, very fortunate enough to do that. We got we got like two months, almost two months in a row of just amazing guests. And like I said, definitely happy uh, for uh, all of their um, expertise and their support and you know, the, the knowledge that they kicked over these past couple of months. But I am back with a solo episode. And it's like, it's funny because actually this episode was going to be a, a group episode as well. But I was unable to uh, connect with uh, this week's guest. Uh, and he, his schedule was busy. My schedule was busy. So we were we we're unable to connect. But uh, we, we'll definitely make sure, he, you know, we get him onto the show sometime. Right. It'll, it'll, it'll happen for sure. But, of course, this is June. We're talking about men's health. And this episode, we're talking about the wellness exam, the the quote unquote, the physical exam that a lot of times is the only time I can see some of my male patients. And it's something that a lot of times as a physician, uh, we kind of cherish and uh, we, we really take advantage of because we understand that if I don't order these tests and I don't ask these questions, there's a chance I may not see uh, this patient in front of me for another year. And uh, for most of my patients, especially when I did outpatient medicine, most of my patients, that's exactly what's the case. They were like, Doc, like, uh, I love you, but I'm not coming to see you more than once a year. So get whatever you need to get, do whatever test you need to do, ask whatever question you need to ask while I'm here because it ain't happening once I leave. And I respected that. I loved it and uh, definitely took advantage. So what I want to do is first, you know, if you listen to the, uh, the the episode 65, right, of the Empower Yourself Better Health series, where I talked about how the lack of awareness in uh, our health has been killing us. And by us, I mean men, right? It's been absolutely killing us. And I talked about the ten uh, top 10 causes of death in that episode. So go ahead, check that out uh, on the YouTube page. But when we, when we stress all of these different factors here, uh, a lot of these things can sometimes, and I, I hate to say it, but a lot of them could be avoided if they would just come for their checkup and they would just come to see regularly. And that, that's why we take so uh, so much advantage when we do have you in our office, right? Because we don't know when's the next time you're going to come see us. 
So if if you're if you listen right, if you're you are able to get that uh, your your male father, your 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 cousin, your relative, your friend, spouse, whatever, if you if you're able to get them to the office, right? Like what should they expect when they get there? Right? Because that's I think that's always a question at hand, right? It's like this unknown uh, you know, cloud of secrecy, right? Again, they 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 don't go to the doctor often. And a lot of times it's out of fear, right? And a lot of times it's out of this superhuman attitude that men tend to have. Like, I'm not sick. I don't get sick. I'm okay. Like, nothing's bothering me. I think one of the uh, most uh, important questions we like to ask, especially in a hospital setting, is uh, are, do you have any medical history, right? That's usually our question, right? And for my men, I'm usually keen on asking, okay, if you say you have no medical history, when is the last time you saw a doctor? Because it's very easy to have no medical history if you've been avoiding us for five to 10 years, right? Like if you haven't seen a doctor, and again, that five to 10 years may sound crazy to some of my LinkedIn community members, but I know some people who have not seen a doctor in five to 10 years. Like that's that's just the way they're rocking. And, uh, you know, God bless them, right? Like God bless them that someone's not cooking up uh, on the inside that we don't know about. But let's say, you know, it's been five, it's been 10 years, right? And they haven't seen a doctor. And of course, when you ask them to have any medical history, they say no, because they really don't, because no one's ever told them. Right. But you're able to get this person into your office and you're able to get the quote unquote physical exam. Right. Because first of all, let me tell you something. The physical exam, the actual physical part is, you know, the easiest part that probably takes like three to five minutes at most. Right. But what's most important is all of the ancillary questions you're going to ask your patient in front of you while you got him there. Right. So why you got him there. Right. And I always like to start head to toe. Right. So, uh, First and foremost, for people who may not be familiar with the annual exams, right? The annual exam is the the doctor's appointment that you go to. It's usually your longest doctor's appointment. And not only is it the longest doctor's appointment, it usually has a whole bunch of labs kind of associated with it, right? So that's usually when your doctor orders labs for just about everything. And we're going to talk about those labs later. But it's one of those ones where your doctors have to take advantage and get you, uh, you know, while you're there. And, and they really like to, you know, strike while it's hot. So they order every test. They ask every question because they aren't sure if they're not going to see you again. Right. And for some people, right, some people is honest. Right. I used to take care of patients who were in their 19, 20, 21 year old. Like, I, I don't want to see you in my office uh, more than once a year. Right. Because there's really no reason, especially if you have no medical history, that you should be seeing me that often. Of course, and not say that you can't come to me if, you, you know, you have a cold or, you know, you get sick or I'm not saying that. But if we're just coming just for like regular a regular checkup and you have no medical history, you're not taking medications, right? I don't expect you uh, to be seen more often uh, than, you know, once or twice a year, right? Maybe you might see them every six months just to kind of, you know, keep them in the loop, but you're, you're not seeing them any more than that. So you you have your, your male, right? Let's just, we'll call the male Barry, right? So Barry, you know, finally musters up the courage and he, he makes the doctor's appointment, right? And I've, I've talked about this before. A lot of times what pushes Barry to make a doctor's appointment is they have a person like Maria screaming in their ear saying, hey, you need to go see the doctor. And they finally do it. Or there's some some sexual uh, dysfunction issues going on and uh, Barry's frustrated and he's like, no, I got to go see a doctor. I got to take care of this. Right. I've seen a commercial. I can take a blue pill and I'm good. I need someone to prescribe that blue pill. So those are usually the top two reasons why, you know, men tend to go to the doctor's office, at least in my um, experience. So, you know, you're able to get Barry to come to the doctor's office and, you know, he's he's in a waiting room 
and you know he 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 finally gets to your room and now now he's ready right so usually what tends to occur right especially in your annual wellness exam is your your doctor usually does a head to toe approach right in terms of like how am I going to assess this person how am I going to see what's going on so usually you know obviously from head right we start I I always like to check for you know vision issues right as men uh, because we're so machismo with it right like wearing glasses is like this taboo thing that a lot of us don't like to do unless we absolutely have to do it and for the most part there's a lot of diseases that are kind of manifesting uh, with vision issues. So uh, a lot of times when you're thinking we're just asking about your vision and vision history, uh, it's because we want to make sure that it may not be contributing uh, contributed to from uh, another disease like high blood pressure or diabetes, which is very common. So, you know, we, we tend to ask for vision issues. We want to make sure your eyes are checked. If you wear glasses, we want to make sure you got that uh, done. Uh, we want to make sure you're eating well. And again, the eating well is goes along with the bowel habits, uh, because we know the older you get, uh, the, the more likely you are to have these issues uh, with bowel and bowel dysfunction. And and if you're one of my 50 year old gentlemen, right, or 45, depending on uh, your race, right, uh, or, and really and this kind of varies, but just kind of in general, you know, it's colonoscopy time, right? And again, it's one of those times where we we want to make sure the plumbing is working all the way through and through. And especially because one of the top 10 leading causes of death for men is cancer, right? So colon cancer is something we like to screen uh, once you hit that age because it is something that we should be preventing um, as long as you get a regular checkup, right? So uh, colon cancer is a big one, right? So again, um, again, I, I know I skipped down, but like, so we're, we're, we check the vision. Now we're checking the heart, right? And the heart exam not only goes with just, you know, just for listening, but, you know, we're checking the blood pressure. We're checking your heart rate. Usually when you came in, right, we want to make sure that you don't have this underlying problem that be, uh, that, that, that could lead to disastrous effects later on. Like I tell people all the time, blood pressure is one of those things that your body can deal with. And deal with it a lot until it can't. Right? And once it can't, now we're talking about stroke. Now we're talking about heart attack. Right? Now, now we're talking about uh, disease in the feet. Right? Like you can't feel in your foot. Right? Like that's what happens when your blood pressure becomes such a problem that your body just says, "All right, yeah, I'm done." And so uh, making sure that your blood pressure is fine. Right? Because again, blood pressure is one of those things that you don't really feel symptoms from blood pressure, especially when it's high until it's a problem, right? If you're at the point when you're starting to feel symptoms because your blood pressure is on the high side, you need to go see your doctor immediately, right? If you're listening to this and you know when your blood pressure is high, like you can feel it, that means I need to go to the doctor because you should not be feeling it. And if you're at the point where you're feeling when your blood pressure is high, that is a problem. So uh, for, for most uh, so heart, heart. We're talking about blood pressure. We're talking about the heart rate. Uh, kind of moving down uh, the, the the abdomen, your stomach. Right again. This is where we we talk. We kind of fast forwarded, but we talked about uh, the the colonoscopy. Uh, what's also important, especially for men, right, and not important for women, is that the prostate exam. And, and this is something that I think personally scares men a lot. Uh, not only from doing regular checkups, but because uh, because of the prostate exam and the the, the, the digital uh, uh, administration of the endoscopic scope, uh, I think a lot of men just sh- you know shy away from that whatsoever. 
And and it's funny because I've had men who meet the criteria, who meet the age, and I say, okay, all right, let me uh, let me check your prostate, see how that's doing, and they get stage fright, right? They it's so it's such a terrifying thing for them, right? It's very weird uh, in, in that instance, right? Especially when you know uh, cancer is a leading cause of death, right? And if you know cancer is leading cause of death, and you know all we have to do is this this physical exam test that we do in our office, right? And, and of course, sometimes we'll send you out with blood work, right? But in our office, and you still refuse, you know, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, kind of weary of your decision making, right? So that that's definitely something to to think about, right? Especially when we're doing about the abdominal pelvic exam, is men at certain ages need to be checked for prostate, right? Enlarged prostates. Now, I, I I've always said this a lot that a patient will always tell you what's going on before you have to do any test, right? So most of your patients, if they're going to talk about, you know, enlarged prostate, they're going to tell you urinary symptoms, complaints. They're going to they're going to point you in that direction. That still doesn't mean you're not supposed to check, but they will kind of point you in that direction uh, to make sure you're going in the right way. So uh, we talked about the uh, eyes. We talked about the, the mouth. We talked about the heart. I uh, talked about the abdomen, uh, lungs as well. Lungs is a big one. Um, I know a lot of you may have seen these COPD commercials and again, COPD, top 10 leading cause of death for men. And you may have seen these COPD commercials where this random person is sitting by a lake. And because of the COPD medication, now they can breathe again and they can go outside again. And that's all great and dandy, but they don't tell you that usually the patient has COPD because they were a smoker. And they were smoking for 5 years, 10 years, 20 years. right? They, they, they always kind of skip uh, that part. right? That's why I always tell my patients, like, you can't skip the fact that this person was smoking for 20 years. right? So... It's not surprising that they're going to have some lung issues, right? So uh, making sure that your lungs are working well, make sure you're not getting short of breath easy. That is something uh, you want to be very forthcoming uh, with your physician. And for men, I could tell you what tends to happen with men is that we're so secretive, right? That we're so secretive to our family members, to our friends. So that's why we don't go to the doctor in the first place. But you would think once they get to the doctor's office, the, the, the veil of secrecy would leave. Nope. A lot of them are secret to the end, like this, to the point where you almost have to call them out. Like, hey, you know what? Maria sent me over here and said you were having issues with your bowels, but you're saying they're not, which is true. And and more often than not, right, more often than not, if a person, if a male is sent over to the doctor's office by a female relative, a spouse, someone who says, like, you need to go to the doctor's office, a lot of times they'll they'll be in the room with you. And not because, you know, they don't trust you. It's because they don't trust that their partner is actually going to tell them all of the problems. Right. And that happens with men a lot. We try to internalize everything and, you know, try not to seek help. And, you know, that's where problems definitely will arise because of it. So I think uh, so. We talked about heart. We talked about lung. I talked about abdomen pelvis. Uh, we talked about, you know, the, the eyes, making sure our eyes are checked. Um, skin checks as well, too. And we had uh, Dr. Cantrice, uh, who talked about skin cancer uh, a couple of shows back. So, again, the importance of, you know, making sure there's no weird moles or rashes or anything that uh, your your family members kind of played off. We don't want that. So uh, making sure, make sure. And again, your skin skin exams, your, your regular physician can definitely take care of that while they got you here and kind of move. And if you need something else, then they send you to the dermatologist. So skin exam is definitely an important one as well. I think, uh, and uh, last but not least, right, is it comes some of the blood testing, right? Like, so what actually gets tested, right, when we go to 
uh, get our physical exam, right? So I could tell you uh, this from a slew of tests, right? We don't have to mention the names because the name's not really important. It's what they're looking for. So uh, some of our testing, right, um, will look for signs of inflammation, will look signs for infection. Some of our tests uh, within that same ilk uh, will check to see, well, you know, how stable is this person's blood count is. And blood count is a very important uh, uh, number to think about. Because if you have this patient who's coming in and they're giving you symptoms concerning that they may be bleeding somewhere, right? You want to make sure that blood count is good and stable. So uh, blood count is definitely something that thinks about. And then we check for your electrolytes, right? We check for potassium. We check for sodium. We check for calcium, chloride. We check for all of these different things here uh, because we want to make sure your electrolyte uh, nutritional status is adequate because if not, we have to take care of it. Um, and we take a look at the kidneys. Uh, kidneys are important. Uh, ding, 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 ding. And you'll, you'll notice when I stop and mention a disease, it's because it probably hits uh, the top 10 of diseases that kill men every year. And kidney disease is definitely in that ballpark, right? So kidney disease. And again, this is a, a routine test. Again, I know I know my patient Barry is not going to come for another year. So I got to make sure I get all of these tests done while I got him here, right? So again, uh, we're, we're checking for uh, kidney function. We're checking for electrolytes. We're checking to make sure your blood count's stable. We're checking to make sure you don't have no signs of inflammation or infection. And then uh, moving on, we check for the big guns, right? We talk about cholesterol. Cholesterol is a big one for us, right? So we want to check your cholesterol, make sure your cholesterol is doing well. And we, we, we've had previous episodes where we talked about the, the thoughts of cholesterol and good and bad and what medications to take. We're not going to do that here. Um, moving forward, uh, we're checking for your diabetes, right? Diabetes is one of those things. It's one of those, and I wrote a blog post about this. It's a, it's a disease I probably not wish would not wish on my enemy, right? Because there's not a, there's a system that's not affected by diabetes. And I think what's happening, it's probably our fault, is that when we talk about diabetes, especially in the general public forum, a lot of people focus on the sugar aspect. Like, oh, yes, my sugar is high. But they don't realize for us, right, when we hear your sugar is high, I hear, well, you, you have concerns that you're going to have some vascular damage, right? Because diabetes is an extremely vascular disease, right? It affects the heart. It affects the legs. It affects, obviously, our kidneys, right? If every uh, brain, too, right? So every system that can be fed uh, through the, the blood system, right, which is everything, uh, diabetes can affect, especially when it's uncontrolled. So we're checking for that, right? Again, remember, um, and the test that we run lets me know how well you did in the past three months, right? So it's not one of these things where I have to be concerned that this, like, oh, maybe a little bit false, or you just had some cheeseburger the next day. Like, that's not going to necessarily change this testing here. It may adjust your cholesterol testing, but it's not going to change uh, your testing for your diabetes or how severe your diabetes is. Um, I will sometimes check for thyroid as well because I want to make sure. And again, I'm, I'm kind of foreshadowing it, right? Because I want to make sure all of your hormones are regulated correctly because we've already seen that when your hormones are not re regulated correctly because your thyroid's out of whack, it doesn't matter if your hormones get back into that normal rhythm. Your thyroid has to be in normal rhythm as well. So uh, thyroid hormones, a big one as well that we check uh, quite often. Uh, 
we checked the urinalysis, right? Urinalysis is a big one, right? And it's a big one because it's cheap, but it tells us so much information, right? Urinalysis can tell me if you have blood in your urine, right? Urinalysis can tell me if you have infection in your urine, right? Urinalysis can tell me if you have a stone uh, in your urine, right? So all of these different things that the urinalysis does a great job in uh, educating us on. And it's a cheap test. It's a quick test. Definitely something that I always like to glean uh, information from. Um, last but not least, uh, and this is the big one, right? Testosterone levels, right? Cause I know, uh, especially for my men, someone's going to want to know about testosterone, right? They're going to want to know about, you know, artificial supplementation of testosterone when needed. So uh, testosterone levels, and usually it's not, it doesn't come with the annual wellness exam, but if you're giving me complaints and concerns, right, that sexual health may be affected, I'm going to do something about it, right? So I will check your testosterone level just to make sure all your hormones are kind of in line. So that's really the, you know, the the big crux of the annual exam for my men. And it's, and I really try to, you know, kind of hit home all of the big take home parts to really to let you know that it's not a difficult thing to do. It's, it's not a test you need to be scared of. And I think knowing the answer, right? Because I think a lot of times when we talk about disease processes, some people just don't want to know the answer. But when it comes to, you know, taking care of your health and taking care of your wellness, you have to know what the answer is, right? Because we have no choice uh, because it, it and, and it's killing us, right? Like, yeah, this, and I hate to be, you know, all, you know, all, you know, doom and gloom. Uh, but I really want to stress the point, especially when you have this month of June and, you know, everyone's hype about Men's Health Month. But I know once next month comes around, not people ain't going to be as hype anymore. So I want to like make sure I'm shouting it from the rooftops, the importance of getting our stuff together, men. So uh, again, I want to thank everyone uh, for listening with uh, me, Dr. Barry. We're back with a solo episode. Like I miss you guys. Uh, but again, I want to thank you guys for all your support has been absolutely phenomenal uh, in uh, this past season, this season, right? Season three that we're in as far as the support and uh, effort and people downloading and people leaving five star reviews. If you had a chance, leave that five star review. Uh, for me and you guys have a great and blessed day i'm gonna see you guys next week and next week we do have a special guest right so you don't have to worry about uh hearing my uh my voice again solo uh, next week next week we do have a special guest because like i said we like special guests you guys have a great and blessed day